what exactly is holding you back, right? You know, but okay. you know, it's easy to think, okay, it's my friends, my family, you know, stuff like that. But sometimes that's not what's holding you back. What's holding you back is you yourself, bro. All right, guys. For our sponsored ad today, we have Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. Look, it makes making podcasts a breeze. One, number one, it's free. Two, you can re- record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, wherever the wherever you are. <laughs> and you know, you can you can submit your podcast for distribution on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever. Like Anchor will do that for you. You don't have to figure out everything. They would just show you step by step how to record and make the podcast, what what you should do, making your episodes, and just guide you through the whole process. For real, it's making me start this podcast very easy and keeps me going because i know i don't have to spend too much time on figuring out how to record how to edit the audio and all that other stuff so you guys if you've been waiting to start a podcast take action like me go to anchor.fm download the free app on your phone and let's get it started guys all right let's get back to the podcast Welcome, 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 guys. This is another episode of The In-Between. I'm your host, Olua Femi. And with me today, I have one of my very good friends, one of my great friends, person who actually put me on to real estate. <laughs> the man himself, like Adekunle. What's up, man? How are you doing? Doing great, man. Can't, can't complain. Hustling day by day, bro. What about you? I'm doing perfectly well, too, you know. I just got back from the gym. Protein shake here, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to have that one set. So how was your week so far, though, this week? How... I'm trying to, I try, try to take a break this Friday off, just um, trying to relax, you know. Mental health is important, too. Yep. Yesterday, took a little bit of break, just come work, make some calls. Today, okay. I will be, I'll be having one or two appointments with, um, with the investors, so it's not, not totally a restful, but uh, you know, I, I did incorporate some some rest in it. Okay, okay, perfect. This that's a perfect intro. Now you talked about investors. So yes. for the people that don't know you, people that haven't heard about you or anything that you're doing, making waves in PA out there, the real estate king of Lehigh Valley, right? So tell I, I hope people so. <laughs> what do you yeah. do? You know, who is who is Adekunle? Introduce yourself fully. Yeah. You know where you're from. Everything. Let's let's get to know you. Okay, so let me give my, uh, my I guess, my one-minute elevator pitch, right? <laughs> so, so, again, you know, primarily I'm from Nigeria. Uh, came okay. to the U.S. 20, 2014. Uh, went really to nursing school. Yeah, got done with nursing 2018. And I actually started to work at the Cleveland Clinic, you know. So, interesting experience at the Cleveland Clinic. But let me just say, my time at the Cleveland Clinic um, pushed me to want to definitely look into business opportunities, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm entrepreneurial, you know, just by nature. So again, my time at the ninth week, which was a good experience, you know, actually pushed me to want more for myself, right? So I did look into opportunities and uh, I found real estate, built a business around it, and, and here I am. It's been, it's been good so far. Challenging, but well, it's been good. Yeah. Why, why real estate, though? So I looked into opportunities, actually, and into several opportunities, you know, I looked into. Ah, <laughs> we are still <stories>. <laughs> Yeah, I looked into Forex. I looked into um, Amazon FBA, which we actually, you know, we're going to partner in on. I actually went a little bit far into that. Uh, someone actually tried to, you know, sell me on multi-level marketing. And <laughs> I, I did I did look into that for a little bit, did my research, and I found out that you know, it just, just, just wasn't for me. It just wasn't my type of business. I just had questions about it. I wasn't interested in that. So you're saying, um, sorry to cut you up there, but you're saying like your personality kind of play into like what you decided to pick? Or your personality had no play, you just like what felt right? No, I'll say I'll say it definitely it did have a huge play, right? Okay. I, I am not one to want to go in door to door to, you know, try to win over win over business. And that's just not my nature, right? Some people are like natural at that stuff. Mm-hmm. And not to say not to say I can't be great at it if I um if I try, because my mentality is you can do whatever I want to do if you put the time and effort into it, right? But it doesn't come natural to me. Doesn't come mm-hmm. natural to me. So my type of business is one where you create a system and you let the system work for you, right? As opposed to me going out there, you know, and trying to win every soul. You know, it, 
it's tough. It's tough. That's tough for me to do. It doesn't come naturally. So I try as much as possible to stay away from that kind of business. I just thought it would be too hectic. And also, you know, having a full-time job, right? At Cleveland Clinic, then I, I saw, I, you know, I couldn't imagine having to do that and, you know, have a full-time job. It mm. wasn't something I thought was feasible at that point in time. Okay. Well, I, I, I did my, you know, my research. I attended uh, a real, a real estate seminar that came to, and yeah, that came to town. I attended, and it just made sense, right? And before then, I had read a couple of books, reached that for that, you know, a couple of other books, and it really just made sense to me that real estate was the problem. Was the problem we were making money, not mm-hmm. the only problem way, but um, definitely a problem we were making money. Uh, it wasn't like a whole new endeavor that was just coming to town, and I was probably had a huge probability of it being a scam, right? You know, mm-hmm. it being real estate meant, you know, most of all the people in the world got rich via real estate or right. got rich and made real estate a huge part of their of their wealth, you know, wealth mechanism. Definitely. So I, I, so I thought it was, it was a no-brainer to, to get into real estate. I, I did see wholesaling, which is what I do right now, okay. you know, as a business. I did see wholesaling. Which is, a, which is a strategy of real estate investing. But, you know, I did see wholesaling as my entry into the world of real estate. Because, again, I, I had no clue what real estate was about. I had no <laughs> clue how to go about it, right? But just, when I learned about wholesaling, I thought, you know what, I will give this a shot. And even if I fail, I would have at least learned so much in the process that when it gets to the point where maybe through my 9 to 5, I'm able to you know, invest and I'm in a good place financially to invest, that I could actually you know, make smart decisions and be able to fulfill my career in investing because I at least started with real estate, you know. That's, that's key. I mean, you already dropped a, a bunch of like nuggets and we'll go into all of those parts very soon. But like you mentioned something, you came from a different part of the world where, you know, it's a completely different lifestyle back in Nigeria, you know. Yeah. And then you moved over here, started school, of course, did brilliant in school. If you guys don't know, that's how I met even a day, like tough student killing it and everything. You were studying nursing. Nursing, I don't know. I mean, there might be some some similarities. There might be none. But to me, off the bat, like nursing and real estate are completely different industries, completely different, you know, way of life surrounding that. There's a lot of like commitment. There's a lot of like showing up and just, you know, caring, you know, empathy that has to go into like nursing, I'm guessing versus real estate where it's like it's it's you your business you have to figure out what works for you what works for your business like you said systems systems and that's one thing i learned greatly about you know for the short time that i worked with you guys on that side of things that was something that you hammered into all of us said guys we have to build a system we have to systemize this stuff and just let this system work for us like we're not killing ourselves you know Where did that where did that part of you come from? Is that is that how you've always been as a person? Or were there just some skills that you picked up maybe from the seminar you went to or you know anywhere? Well I'll say I'll say uh, you know, let me just throw this out here. I'll say it depends on your definition of laziness, you know? Because if laziness is you don't want to do anything, right? Then in some way one could say laziness made me you know rely solely on a system or for most part on a system to get me what i want with minimal with minimal involvement you know mm-hmm. so i I've, I've grown with time to figure out it's not laziness it's just smart work right mm-hmm. you know you don't have to you don't have to work that it's really hard to get you where you want to get to. definitely there's a part of you know hard work is definitely a piece of the pie right but the smart work is also very important you know because there are people that work work hard for years and they get nowhere. And a new kid on the block just finds out, you know, finds systems and leverages networks and leverages machines and leverages IT and applications and software and is able to get way far ahead than people that have been in the game for a long period of time. So um, I'll say I'll say in some form laziness or, you know, some what some people will call smart work has made me want to rather than just want to, you know, do so much of nothing. Right, or just feel like I'm doing something, but doing nothing to just create a system and 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 and, and figure out and, and judge my success by the success of the of the system, as opposed to as opposed to my own day-to-day involvement in the work. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. That that's so, that's well, awesome. Yeah, Go so ahead. I see that that's that's kind of how that's kind of why I've relied on, on systems. I don't I won't say 
you know, you can, I, I guess you could say it came natural in that way. Okay. But I just, again, even in school, right, you know, and you said I did great in school, you know, I, I, I you know, I, did, I really did good, do very well in school, and I did study a lot, you know, I tried to study, but I also tried to study smart, right, meaning I leveraged my time, I leveraged my, 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 my brain, you know, when I was most likely going to actually live knowledge. Mm. I was never really a student that would wait till the day before the exam to study. It doesn't work for me that way. That's just too much. That's too much hard work at that point in time. Mm. So I just flipped the work over a couple of weeks before the exam, before the test. So once the lecture is done, I start to review that same day or at least two, three days afterwards. Right? So, so by, by, by that, just by my nature of the fact that I'm reviewing soon after the lecture, I'm able to retain more. I'm able to remember more. You know, as opposed to if you have a lecture today and then you wait two weeks before you revisit the material, that's too long. Now you're trying extra hard to remember, extra hard to retain information. That's just not how I, how I wrote too. Hmm. So, so what, I, what I'm getting from what you're saying is instead of, so for many people out there trying to start something and, you know, expecting that quick success or just expecting to, show up one day, do all of the work in one day and see all the results. You're saying it's more so consistent effort over time and just doing smart work, building systems, like you said, knowing what time of the day to get up and study that you're able to assimilate more versus just placing study time anytime during your day that you can create time. Instead, you, you, you already know that, okay, yes, I want to study today. What's the best time for me to go study? Yeah. Then you find that time block and you block that time and you study your ass off or even not even study your ass up, but like those list, little consistent effort from the beginning of the semester to that point of the test puts you way above those other people that even if they might be smarter than you, they might right. just be studying before the exam and now there's so much pressure, there's so right. much nerves right in that exam versus you, you're just strolling in and acing yeah. that exam. And, and factors, you know, to each his own, everyone has their own several ways of doing mm. things, right? Some people will swear that they can't study way before the exam, and they have to have that pressure. That's you know, they have to have that pressure, you know, and, and if that works for them, great. You know, I'm not one to necessarily follow the crowd in how they decide to do their things, right? If I find what works for me, I'll stick to that. You know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if everyone says it works for them in a certain way. If it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me. I, I, I'm comfortable not, not, not following how everyone does this thing. So probably, probably people out there that, you know, that study the way I study, where they study ahead of time, you know, mm -hmm. and it works for them great. But if, if whatever you're doing doesn't really work for you and you're not getting where you want to, where you want to be, then, you know, that's where that self, um, you know, you have to really analyze yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have to analyze yourself and analyze your results and say, okay, this really working for me. This yeah. really working for me. So well, another point on that. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, another point you didn't make about, if, you know, someone trying to start a business, I would say, Definitely, you need to get in the gutter and do the dirty work to mm. get to where you want to where you want to be in the business. I don't want you to touch it too much. I don't want to touch it too much on the on the advice okay. part yet because we're still going to okay. go into that part uh, All right. later on okay. during the session. So the, my next question is: I, I love the way you touched into identity because that's one of the main reasons why I did this podcast. Why I'm trying to do this podcast because I noticed like I was doing some self analysis of my own together with my girlfriend and. I noticed that I had some identity crisis in me. Like sometimes I was trying to do certain things because that's what I felt people want me to do. Yeah. I started doing stuff because, you know, it doesn't go well with my life, but I'll just do it so I don't say, okay, you know, Femi is this yeah, and this. Yeah. And it might not show exterior to anybody, but I knew the internal struggles that I was facing. Like, let's say I want to go to a party or something, but I don't want to go to a club necessarily. I just want to go out and chill with friends. But because everyone is going to the club, I'll just, you know, right. let me just go to the club too and drink, whatever. Right. But in the club, I'm not even having the most fun because right. that's not the space I want to be in. Or right. when I'm at home, I want to do this type of business. Or I want to run my business this certain way. But because I feel like, oh, you know, let me not be too too against everybody, let me just join the crowd and follow the crowd. So yeah. that's a big part of our, and I figured like, like a lot of young people struggle with that, you know, identity crisis, not knowing directly like who they are and not being comfortable, like saying, no, this is not how I run shit. I, I'm not a party guy. I'm more of a stay at home guy, or I'm not a stay at home guy. I'm more of a going out type of guy, you know, 
a lot of people and especially in Nigeria where, you know, there's a lot of like rules and regulations to life, you know, right. all of that. How did that come about? Was that something that was drilled into your head already from your parents per se? Or was that something you just you've just always had in you or that's something you had to develop to like identify yourself? No, I've had to develop it, um, and uh, you know, growing up in growing up in a, in, in a country like Nigeria with these rules and regulations and judgments, society, and all of that good stuff, right? Everyone is subject to everyone is subject to the same criticism and judgment, especially if you don't have money, <laughs> right? If you're rich, the rules really do not apply to you. Yep. In Nigeria, even in the U.S., you know. A lot of times, societal rules don't apply to you if you're rich. Several forms of privilege does exist, um, you know, whether it's being a male or, or you know, just several, several, several privileges that exist in society. So I have had to, and I still struggle with it, right, trying to break free of the mold that I grew up in, that I feel, and when I analyze how it is potentially drawing me back in business, you know, drawing me back you know, in relationships and all of these things. I have to self-analyze, you know, I think that's huge. Being able to self-analyze and figure out, okay, this coping mechanism that I've grown up with and that I am used to, how does it really, how does it really move my life forward? And mm -hmm. if, if, if you find out that it doesn't move your life forward, it doesn't matter if there's some comfort that comes with it because that's what your parents want you to do or what your friend wants you to do, what your girlfriend wants you to do, right? It doesn't matter. If you have that comfort, you will never be true to yourself if you do not do what you want to do for yourself. Mm. You know, especially if it's not like, especially if you truly believe that's the way you need to move your life forward. And and it's you know what we realize: it's fine to fail, right? It's mm. fine to pursue what you feel your self identity allows, and it doesn't turn out wrong. And that's another thing that we don't grow up with, right? We don't grow mm. up with the fact that we don't grow up with the fact that it's um it's normal to it's normal to fall yeah. below expectations, mm -hmm. you know other people's expectation or expectations of ourselves. Yep. And that's normal, because we're human beings, we're not robots. Now, you know, like in Nigeria, right, you you fail a test, you fail an exam, and you get flogged like crazy. <laughs> Straight you know, up. You get <laughs> on, on, on your palm. And so we are, we are used to, we are vilified failure. Uh, and I used to use the word failure, because it's not really failure. You know, it's like yep. a test. You know, you, 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 how do you start a new class and fall below expectation on the test, and you're whooped for it? That just that just engraves in your soul that I can't fail. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't fail. Oh my god! I cannot fail for this not to go wrong, right? It's extra pressure. So it's not, yeah, and I think when your all your formative years have been when all your formative years have been subject to such an environment, right? You 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 probably would live the rest of your life trying to break free of it. Mm. You know, you can try as much as you can, and you probably will get a lot of successes. But I don't think one may get to the point where it's like, oh, feel it absolutely normal. You know, I wouldn't feel it. I wouldn't even get depressed if I feel. Mm. You know, I think it's one where you just get better. You get better every day. You know, being able to cope with disappointment, and you know, you get to understand more and more and more that it's normal. Okay, it's normal. Okay, it's normal. Normal for me to feel this way. It's normal for this to not go well. This is just a test. You know, like how many tests did Amazon do for it before I actually got it right? Right. How many times the guy that made the bulb? I can't remember his name, right? How many yeah. did this guy? A hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's more. I think if I if I heard right, you, you know, pardon me if I'm wrong, but I know he tried over 999 times before wow. he actually got the light bulb to work. Wow. You know, so but that's not what we grew up with for most part. It doesn't matter if it's Nigeria, you know, or even in the U.S. Most people do not understand that. You know, we need to teach ourselves that this is normal. Okay, I think so, the more we can do that, the more we can move forward. All right, perfect. So you mentioned some things about like trying to identify yourself and everything. So if you can't in like three to five steps, like what would you advise for somebody that's trying to like get through that identity crisis stage of their life and just figure out who they are and start like learning from their failures instead of like just throwing in the towel and like beating themselves up about it like in five steps, what what would you say, how would you say they should go about that? Uh, that's a, that's more of a, that's a, that's a catchy question to ask, but you know, the answer, the answer can't be that, um, can't be that straightforward. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's way more complex than, than five steps, but I would say, I would say one is analyze the situation, you know, 
know exactly what exactly is holding you back, right? You know, but okay. you know, it's easy to think, okay, it's my friend, my family, you know, stuff like that. But sometimes that's not what's holding you back. What's holding you back is you yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So option number one is realize what do you truly want and why do you want what you want, right? Because I think that would be a very good reference point to 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 consider. Like so often everyone wants to think about external factors as what's actually holding them back. You know, forgetting that the 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 issue is really them within and uh, within them. So I I don't even think we necessarily need to get to five, but I'll say the golden one yes. is exactly what is going on. You know, analyze the situation, analyze yourself, and figure out if you are the one holding your back, holding yourself back, uh, and if it's others. And I guess we all know, and everyone watching this podcast would would already know what the answers would be when it comes to if the issue ends up being external, right? The environment, this, that. The environment, you can say, everyone's going to say, change your environment, right? Your family, cut them off. The friend, cut them off. <laughs> you, know, you know, rightly so. But I'll say, you know, be semi, you can be aggressive, but consider a middle line approach even towards people around you. You know, once you understand that sometimes, you know, as an, as an entrepreneur, you're doing something that they have never seen done. That they have mm-hmm. never done themselves and they have never seen people around them do so you mm-hmm. try something new and just for mere fact a lot of people actually approaching it from a place of actually care and love really mm-hmm. i want you to to, to to falter but you also know that you want to achieve things that they never achieved that you never achieved people around you guys have never achieved so one has to approach those relationships and friendships from a place of care too it happens to be external right if it happens to be people holding you back uh, right and, and bringing you mentally down and you know holding you from achieving what you want to achieve you you can call call them off if you need to or you can <clears throat> you can approach it from a more delicate standpoint there are always uh, middle ground and gray areas where you can you can save uh, you can save you can save safe things as opposed to your dump 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 because relationships are important and networks are important and First, first step should be a way to, to you know, again, ask yourself the question, what exactly is going on and how can I, you know, is the problem with me, problem with my environment and people mm-hmm. around me, or is it a combination of both? You know, I think once you figure out that situation, then you can figure out, okay, what is the way forward? And if the way forward is, let me let some relationships go, then absolutely okay. you need to do that. The way forward is, let me communicate more with these relationships I have, right? Explain to them where I am really coming from and I'll do what I want you to do to succeed, no matter what, you know, and with 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 the intent of still preserving those friendships and relationships that you hold there, I think that's a that's that's a conversation that also needs to be had, and is and oftentimes is is difficult, is ignored, and most people do not say have these conversations. You know, usually it's like that person appears not to want to support your goal, cut them off. No, life is more complex than that because you never know mm-hmm. where they're coming from, their own trauma, their own realities in, in you know in the past, you know, their own failures in the past that makes them. You know, caution you to what you want to pursue too. Because let's be frank, let's be frank. If you want, I have a new business endeavor you want to pursue. You know, people around you will probably be like, "Are you sure you want to do this? You're going mm-hmm. to invest this money into this? Like, why? You know, you know, what if you lose all that money? Usually, those negative talks that could seep into you, you know, start to come up. And again, I'm just saying, usually a lot of times it may not be from a place of of, of, of negativity. Well, please, mm. yeah, you know, please projected, projected. Yep. So if you're able to even explain yourself and explain why you're doing what you, you know, what you're doing, having that um, A1 communication, you actually may be able to win a lot of these people on your team and even have them, you know, guide you along or want to be a part of it. Or that may even yep. inspire them to want to take it might be their, your, your biggest cheerleaders at the same time. Exactly. And okay. that, that may, again, that may inspire them to also take this kind of actions in their lives in several different ways. Maybe not, maybe not a business, right? maybe it's a friendship, it work, it's, it's career, a or whatever. Career mm-hmm. or nine to five. You know? mm-hmm. so. That's 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 perfect. Okay, so for me, my relationship was one of like the biggest factors that I've, as I've seen like that's made the most impact, like changing my life, getting me back on ground, and that also plays into the person I'm actually dating. You know. Um, my previous relationship, you, you know the people. So, <laughs> but like, I I don't want to I don't want to sound like a shade or whatever. They're both individually great people on their own behalf. But right. I, I you know I found more success finding who matched me, and somebody that was willing to allow me take risk and 
was okay with it, but like, and she's my biggest cheerleader. Like, if I wake up tomorrow and say, okay, yeah, I'm about to start this thing again, it's yeah, okay, shit. How we how are we going to do it? What's what's the next step for us? For you, first of all, find Nigeria, man. You understand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you currently in a relationship? Where do you see relationships? Both like you know, intimate relationships and like business relationships. How how credible? What 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 part do you say? We'll, we'll start with like individual okay. relationships. If you're a single or not, and you know how that has helped you or not, yeah. and then we'll talk about professional relationships, and those ones are very key. So I know I know those ones are very key. But so yeah, go. Personal. Give me I, I'm interested. <laughs> Personal, personal. I would say I play the fifth or the person. You know, basically, just shoot your own shot at your own risk. You, you <laughs> might bounce off the backboard. You might go inside. I couldn't help. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Though. Yeah, I play the fifth. When it comes to the next is personal, right? Personal relationship. No, still, still personal. But like, okay, you said you you play the fifth on answering whether you're single or not. But yeah. like, how would you say? Does it help you? Does it not help you? Whatever the case is to you. Yes, definitely. Having that circle helps and. I mean, the best way I can explain it is this. If you have a good circle of entrepreneurs or people who share your mindset. The, the intimate part, like, okay. do you find, like, if you're dating someone, do you see it as a plus to you in your, in all the goals you have for your business? And, or do you see it as something that might be holding you back in some way, shape or form? Like, what would be your yeah. advice to people that are in a relationship? That's a complex one because I'm still a young man, still navigating my own life, right? So I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. say I'm in a position to to talk about this issue from you know from a position of authority, you know. Okay. But but you know, absolutely, it plays a role. Like even if they do not fully understand what you're doing, you know, they they being there to understand that you'll be busy, right? And not give you issues because you're busy, to, you know, achieving your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that plays a huge role. So I'll say at baseline, you know, let the person be supportive at baseline. It doesn't have to be, you know, again, personally, like the person you're dating or married to, it doesn't have to be all up in your business with, you know, with what you're doing. But if the person understands what you do at baseline and understand that, and this is also a commitment, you know, towards your success, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to commit your time, money, and every other distance to and your attention to, and they can support you in all of those ways. That, that goes a lot a long way mentally you know so you know i've seen relationships where one you know one, one person is really busy trying to get business going and trying to secure a future financially for for, for both of them right and one party doesn't fully understand that and it's like oh you're not giving me enough attention mm-hmm. um or oh it's only it's only your business you you know you, you focus care on about. yeah now also like the personal the personal aspect has to be taken care of you know as an individual right because if you don't take care of those relationships that you hold there, be it dating or family, when it comes back to haunt you, and you probably can't even perform, probably can't even perform optimally mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to to the business too, right? So yeah, give them the time they need, right? But they, you know, as an entrepreneur, there just isn't enough time in the day. So more often than not, you always be in a situation where you need to, you need to like. Focus a little bit, a little bit too much on the business compared to those relationships, sure. and, and and that's why those relationships need to, you know, if, if they're not understanding, you'll be in a big problem. You know, you'll be in a big problem because now you feel like I'm, I'm ignoring someone Ooh. when I should be working on what I'm doing. You know, you know, I should, you know, it's, it comes a tie, a toggle, toggle war. Yep, comes a toggle. Okay, that that's so i guess for anyone in a relationship currently if your partner is holding you back cut them off like <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding like, that. Don't, don't cut that. them off <laughs> but like i feel like communication is key speak to your partner have yeah. them understand how much this means to you if the person truly cares about you and really sees whatever you guys got going on as a long-term kind of thing I think they'll be okay with sacrificing those little, okay, yes, I know we're supposed to go to the park or go on this date or go spend this money and have a great time. Memories are very key. Trust me. They, 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 I, I completely understand. Those are key to having a very good relationship. But you also have to know where to draw the line where it's like, okay, 
we can't we can't spend on this if we know we want to build that future and it also depends on for me it depends on how you guys see your future being together Are you guys okay with just you know the basic life able to take little vacations once a year or all that kind of stuff or are you guys completely shooting for the stars? You guys want to be able to travel, have the freedom of time. Then you guys might have to sacrifice those little times right now where there's no kids involved, where there is no long-term commitment. And just take it. There's one thing that I agreed to with my girlfriend right now. I just told her, look, we're, we're too focused on if we're going to be together five years, ten years. Let's take it one year at a time and reanalyze every year. If I'm holding you back, you analyze by next day, you realize, yo, Femi, you're holding me back. Be completely okay with cutting me the fuck off. And it's the same thing because our goals, our individual goals are extremely important to us. And we have big visions for our lives that we just have to take it one year at a time. Don't put too much pressure on the relationship. Just talk things out. Hey, we got to move this way. We have to move this way. At the end of the year, you guys do your goal setting again for the next year together. And while you're doing that, have that discussion. Like, have we been helpful for each other this year? If we've not, can we make changes or is it time for us right. to go our separate ways? So if we don't hold, we don't end up, you know, regretting the relationship and figuring right. out that shit, we've been holding each other back for so long. So that's just my little advice. I have no experience in the game too. This is like my longest relationship. So <laughs> I'll just give it what has worked for us so far. So now into business relationships, have those been key? What is the relationship you're most thankful for right now? And what are the relationships you look forward to having? And how can people go about that? Building relationships within whatever career they're going through right now. Right. I think one of the most important things to consider as a business guy is Relationships probably will take you much farther than your own personal hard work. Mm. Like that, that's just a that's just a fact, fact, right? You can try all you want to try, right? If you're not lucky enough, if you're not in the right places at the right time, if you don't meet the right people. You could you could spend ten years doing something that a relationship would have helped you achieve in one year. Six mm. months, two years. Can you right. say that same for so, me? You said relationships will take you further than. Yeah, so relationships will take you. You know, take will take you to places that sometimes your hard work cannot mm. take you. You know, or, or you know, let me rephrase: relationships will take you to places much faster mm. than your hard work will, you know, would ever take you. So that's something to put into consideration. Because if I'm, if I'm just in my own comfort of my living room on my on my laptop, trying to get stuff done, like yeah, I can make a, make money. But I really may not make as much money as I would make if I go out there and really meet people who are, you know, you know, shaking society. Those mm. um, people could really pull strings for you, could make life a whole lot easier for you. To so your question about one of the relationships that I have, um, you're most thankful, most grateful for. Shortly after I started my business, Fuller Properties, Americans, Americans remain Fuller Properties. Anyway, yeah. any which one works. You know, my people was calling your your company Propeller. For the long time, Propella, really? <laughs> I was like, no, it's his last name, Popola, yeah. Popola, or yeah. Popola, whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, yeah. man. Yes, when I started, you know, started for a couple months, then I met my partner, Paige Kosai, and he's very knowledgeable in the game, big time realtor in, in Pennsylvania. And he loved my system and how I was doing things, and he thought that could be of value to him too. And geez, I was just starting real estate, still finding my feet. And I felt, you know, he could also be of great value to me, you know, with, with his knowledge of real estate, with his knowledge of marketing. Mm-hmm. We've partnered up and it's been, it's been great. It's been great since then. Would I have been where I am today if I wasn't able to build uh, a good partnership with him? I'm not sure, you know, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I'm not sure. And looking back, retrospectively speaking, I would say maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, without networking, I probably wouldn't have gone, gotten to to be position where I can actually be comfortable quit my minority, my full-time nursing job, which wow. is uh, potentially a six-figure six figure, six figure job to be wow. able to to be able to do this. So yeah, I've come a long way and networking has been huge with that. And I'm actually, you know, now that I'm doing this full-time, actually doubling down on networking to make sure that I can actually do those deeper relationships and continue to provide value to others. Wow. That's, um, that's huge. That's Man. huge. The real estate business is, is all about Yep. Yep. I know you have like you, you have a meeting very soon, so I'm very conscious of the time. Yes. Um. So there might be a part mm-hmm. two. We might have to do a part two because man, there's still a lot I want to. So I take yeah. I take this podcast as like 
my journaling session. So it's kind of like an audio yeah. journal for me. So I'm mostly doing it for selfish purposes to learn and peek into minds of people that I know, like I have a lot to learn from. And then I'm also trying to do my own selfless thing of like sharing it with the world because I don't know who else might be in the similar position with me. So I still have a lot more questions to ask you. So probably we might have to like hop off, go kill that meeting, get that guy on board. And then we'll come back more pumped and we'll finish up this conversation because I still want to dive deep into propeller. propeller. <laughs> uh, you know, I still want to die. Uh, propeller doesn't but, say you know, Maybe at some point I would actually I'd actually I just want twenty percent the company, not say too much. I'm not greedy. You've got but, it, yeah. bro. You've got it. You've got it. So relationships. <laughs> I've I've started realizing like I'm a mix of introverted and extroverted. Okay. But I'm yes. more so as I've been because I've been trying to, like you said, you know, distance myself from situation. I figured out that for me, identifying myself was a mix of external factors and internal factors. So I'm also dealing with the external factors, but like drawing myself, staying more at home, staying with my girlfriend, just working on my business consistently, um, being in my own space so I can even learn more about. So, and I know that that's been failing me on the other side of things, which is building relationships, going out there and shaking hands with people. I get extremely nervous when I have to do that. And so what, what would be that advice for how did you, how did you, manage that were you nervous meeting these people because i mean like you said these are people that are far ahead of you in the game these are people that are watching your every move to see how you how you move so they can see if they can do business with right. you or not like how do you go about that do you have to be somebody else are you still yourself with them like give us some gems man you know i i think personally just being your authentic self is very important and that's just again with my level of experience right now so far right being yourself, nothing beats that, right? Nothing beats your 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 you know your uniqueness, right? Anyone can go out there, put up front and this and talk a certain way. But what's gonna happen when everyone does that? Everyone is gonna talk a certain way, and everyone ends up being the same the same thing. So I'm not the type to go into meetings and act like who I am not. No, I'm who I am, you know, with my personality, introvertedness, or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to those spaces and you know, push people, talk those relationships, not necessarily trying to be who I am or come across anyway differently, thinking they would accept by, by me putting up a front. Because I know that the best product I can sell is myself, mm. right? And any product needs a unique selling proposition. Unique selling proposition. Yeah. So my own unique selling proposition is what? Is myself and everything I am made of, my personality. Do I need to refine it to be the best I can be and to be able to express my thoughts and communicate the best way? You know, absolutely, I need to do that, right? But do I need to do that at you know while losing myself mm. and while losing my uniqueness? And absolutely not. So to to my advice to people would be first of all, know your craft is. While starting out, you may never know your craft enough, right? Because it's it's gonna take time for you to get the experience, get the knowledge, make mistakes and be able to navigate these conversations well. So, you know, try to know your craft as much as possible. When you start out, you can never know it enough than, than experience will tell you. So when you get into this networking spaces, just starting out, do more listening than talking. Mm. Introduce yourself and don't be shy and don't be don't feel don't feel bad telling people hey, you're just new to the game. You're just trying to understand, you know, and meet people. And this is how you feel it could be of value to them with what you plan on doing with the business and your business. You know, uh, I think that's by default will lower your anxiety about the situation and lower your you know lower lower the atmosphere to the point where you feel comfortable enough even talking to them because you're not coming from a place where you actually have to fake anything you're telling them exactly who you are and your goals and your visions right and you are telling them about how pleased you are to finally live mm -hmm. there and uh, so when you approach things like that uh, why will you be anxious you know you i guess the fear could come from oh, what if they reject me but no they're also there they're trying to build relationships so anything more things like that it will get you more able to be able to approach those relationships in a more level-headed and without those negative feelings that could hinder you like fear which usually is irrational in this kind of situation mm -hmm. and also getting to networking space i would still feel that way that's a funny thing you know i would still feel like how do i approach this person is this person going to tell me off especially people going to want to talk to me you know i don't think we should approach this conversation like you're ever going to get to that point where 
you you won't be scared you, of meeting yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't feel anything because like, there's always going to be someone you need to feel mm-hmm. there's going to be someone who is doing better than you it's always going to be someone who you want to be like right like it will always be you guys probably want to be like Elon Musk <laughs> right you know Jeff Bezos like you know so there always be some anxiety involved when you're in those kind of situations. But just talking talking yourself out of it and realizing that a lot of times it's just irrational. And they're all just human beings with wants like you. And a lot of times they want your value and they want to partner up with you in some right. So once you think about things like that, you're probably more likely going to want to throw yourself into those situations and you know and say damn the consequences. Okay. So are they are there specific places that you would recommend for people to go into? Like maybe I'm, I'm thinking, I'm asking for me. In fact, fuck that. What would be your yeah. advice for me? Where where would you say okay, baby steps, go here or do this, do that? Because I really, I really wanted. That's one of my reasons for doing this podcast. Yeah. It's kind of like my cliche way of getting to meet people. Like, hey, is it cool? I would love to have yeah. you in my podcast and just talk with you. Because I want my podcast to be able to like that's why I ask both personal and like business related questions. Like we can create that kind of rapport a little bit. So like it can reduce my tension when I'm next trying to have another conversation with you. So like for me, someone like me or any other person that's like me out there that is really wanting to build networks and build relationships, but it's just nervous about it and can't seem to push themselves past that fear. What what would you yeah. say is the necessary steps or how do I how do I go up? You just need to be you just need to be in the space of what you are doing. When I say that, it could be online or it could be physical. Okay. Right. It could be as simple as joining Facebook groups. Okay. I'm telling you, how I met my partner, for example, was on Facebook. Right. Like, like I'll say, it started from Facebook. I joined from Facebook from some real estate um, groups on Facebook. I joined, saw that they were going to have meetups in the area. I signed up for the meetup, attended the meetup, and boom. I think about three or four of them, and I met my partner, my soon-to-be partner then, at two out of three of them, right? And the guy was interested in what I had to say and wanted us to meet up, right? So something as simple as Facebook could be a good starting point because for Facebook, you could, you know, DM them and talk to them over there. And whenever there are, like, meetups in person, you can actually see the, the flyers and posts and all of that stuff, and you can attend them also. So it doesn't matter if it's, you know, e-commerce or real estate or whatever kind of business you plan on doing, you know, find that network and find a network space, whether it's on Facebook. Uh, usually Facebook online is a good start because through there, then you get to meet them in person. So if you're an introvert, just add a couple of friends on Facebook, find those groups on Facebook, which is very easy right. to do. So go to the search bar and Google you know, the name of your business, and you probably see yeah. a lot of groups. What I've noticed. Join like, there's groups. a group for everything, exactly. man, on Facebook, anything you're there's trying a, to on do. On Facebook, there's a group. Because, yeah. uh, so okay, I'll say that would be my, go ahead. Yeah. I'll say that would be my one, one major point about that is just start with yeah. Facebook. That's just a, a very, that's a low hanging fruit, right? Just everyone, almost, almost everyone has a Facebook account. You just use Facebook. Um, and, 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 and you can also just maybe just do Google searches to find out if there are any local local community or meetups. You are so you your steps would be, you know, find those Facebook groups, find those meetups. I'm making taking notes, <laughs> and then you know, shop yeah. your craft, of course. Find your USP, which could be yourself. It could be a particular thing you do, whatever that yeah. is. Go in there, listen first, and let them know you're new. So that you can reduce that tension that you have in yourself to be over the board excellent and say smart stuff. Just go in there, listen, and then you have to push yourself past the fear and just get comfortable with like throwing yourself right. into those situations. Would you say I summarize right. that? Like, right. absolutely. I just want to sure. add one point: is you, you may you when you talk about let them know you are new. Some 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 people would actually preach against mm. that, but in my own experience, when I look back and I remember, I was so angsty about letting them know I was new, you know, I actually really did want to put up a front like I'm doing this <laughs> while and I know what I'm doing. But the truth is, everyone can see through mm. that BS. Everyone can see through that BS. When you ask how many deals you've done and you're like, oh, I've done 10 deals and you lie, right? And now it's time to do a deal with them. I don't even know the lingo. I don't even know what you need to do. And then you already told them, you, you know, that just heals the trust mm. in you. So, and also it's like, 
if you lie about it, then you're trying to be 10 times, 10 steps ahead of where you currently are. So you are not trusting the process. You're not trusting that you would ever get to the point where you have gained that knowledge. You're trying to jump, trying to jump ahead of yourself. So when you actually start and you let everyone know, I'm just starting. In fact, letting them know you're just starting shows enough confidence in yourself that you will get to their level and further. Because you're telling them, look, I'm new to the game. I'm just starting. And I'm trying to build this relationship because I'm going to provide enough value that you would actually want to keep this relationship with me going forward. So I think it shows a lot of balls and confidence to, to, to get into this kind of environment and spaces and say, I'm a new kid on the block. I'm trying to learn from you. Any which way you can help, I would help. You know, any which way you can help me, I would, I would, I would take it. And any way, you know, I can be of value to you, I would be able to, to do man, that. Man, that's just awesome, man. I just love the way everything is tying back into each other. Like, so what I got from that yeah. is you have to identify yourself and you have to be true to yourself too, which ties back to our identity crisis earlier that we spoke about, you know, yeah. just be true to yourself and let them know like, okay, this is me. Yo, I just started, but I'm really ready to learn as much as possible, build relationships with all of you and help you guys out if there's any way I can. Right. That way you're not putting yourself 10, 20 steps of where you currently are and feeling that pressure of like, damn, I have to, I have to, I have to show up like I've actually done 10 deals or exactly. you, know, you can just go in. Exactly. Even if you might have done 10 deals and you're nervous about this, just go in there and say, yeah, I'm, I'm still a beginner at this craft. How many deals have you done? A couple. A couple is a good answer that I noticed now yeah. that I have to start being comfortable saying rather than, and that's one thing my, my, my girlfriend used to check me on a lot when we go on appointments to go, you know, view properties or something like I might overpromise sometimes not even knowing just so I, because I want to, I want them to feel like, you know, I know what I'm talking about because, you know, I've been reading right. about this. I've, anal I've analyzed properties back to back. Like I know my shit, but like, mm -hmm. Later on, I started realizing, like, nobody, nobody's actually arguing that with you. Like, you just have to show up there and just show that, you know, you're, you're right. willing to learn and you're willing to try. Like, yeah. no one cares. No one, no <laughs> I started cares. to do that, man. No one cares. Yeah, that, that information is just unnecessary. Like, no one, at the end of the day, no one cares. If you don't have a deal, like, if you don't own your deals. Can you buy you know, this one or not? Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't own your deals. And you don't have a deal to, to give that new investor you're talking to you're trying to impress you're like you're useless to him right you're useless for a new guy who has never done a deal before but even has a potential of a deal and that looks juicy that guy is going to rather talk to him than talk to you who says you're 100 deals who have nothing to show right now so, so, so it's a value-based business how much value can you provide doesn't matter if you're a beginner or you're a guru how much value can you provide going forward right so that's just man. how you know the business works, and that's how that works. Man, 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 that's that's just awesome, man. I don't know if you want to keep going. This is three oh five. It's three oh five. I kind of yeah. So I, I really, man, this is yeah. this is insightful, man. Guys, there is going to be a part two, but before you go, before you go, best advice, worst advice, go. <sighs> man, best advice, best advice would be. What Nike said, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. There's enough time. There's enough time. There's enough time. Just do it. And if you fail, do it again. If it's what you truly want to do, keep doing it until you succeed. Refine, refine, refine. Learn from the mistakes, but just do it. And just, I don't know about what's the advice. I don't know if I can give it. What's, what's the advice that? What's the advice that you've heard that maybe you were taking, you were holding on to it too then eventually you figure out like, man, why am I why am I doing shit this way? You know, like I don't I don't need to do that. It doesn't help me. I would say outside of the day, what's the advice would be doing things other people's way. You know, just acting like just just most people until today, until tomorrow, most people will think we need to do things the way others have done it. But the huge, the huge thing I will hold on to is test. You need to test. And testing means you're trying new things. If, you, if one can just think about test, 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 and see what works, I, I think everyone will achieve a huge amount of success. Because by mere definition of test, you are not doing something that everyone has done over and over again. All you are doing it, you're testing it first, and you realize that you're testing it. So you're not holding on to it like mm. this is a Bible. I have to follow this or that. You know, you're thinking about it like, I'll see if this works for a period of time. It doesn't work. I'm going to the next one I want to test, right? But when I finally come across what works, 
and I'm going to double down, right? So assessing com comes in different ways, comes in different forms. You know, comes in different ways, different forms. Maybe that new system, okay, that maybe that new marketing strategy, okay, maybe that new script um, to talk to people. Um, just keep on testing and do not, easy to say, mm -hmm. difficult to do, but try not to, just try not to um, go by the societal mode of how you're meant to do it. Because again, just by statistics, by, stat by mere statistics, 95 to 99% of people, or let me just say, 90 to 95% of people, are, are, you know, never achieve mm, their financial freedom. Right? They never, they, they never get there. And the reason, no matter what excuses everyone wants to bring, is they are all doing the same mm. goddamn thing. They are all doing the same goddamn thing. So if you're going to want to live the kind of life you want to live, right, you have to do absolutely something different. You have to do something different. Just, just by, by just by nature of statistics. Everyone from the community, my mother died, my dog died yesterday. My girlfriend broke up with me and had this mm. depression. You know, 90 95% of people would always have excuses, which a lot of times are very compelling. Mm -hmm. Very compelling. But once you elevate yourself just a couple of feet above ground and you look at all the and context and all the situation is, yeah, I've got to do something different. <laughs> just got to no choice. Different. Just my, just man, man, like I'm so happy about this podcast. This is like my second interview. I had one with Poco like past yeah. weekend or so, uh -huh. and this is like my second interview. Awesome. And I'm already loving this. I see myself being able to do this over and over and over again. Like, there's still a lot for us to talk about. I, 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 I also think that it's a very <laughs> enjoyable podcast for me myself, and I think you're doing an Thank absolutely you, great job. And it just Thanks, it feels like you're doing this forever. We'll get there. You know, what, what I just used to challenge myself was just the law of 100, actually. Funny enough, you mentioned that. Man, we're in sync. Yeah. I fucking love this. <laughs> like, yeah. there, that's we're the sick, law of 100. Sick. I follow this guy on YouTube. I've forgotten his name right now. But, like, he gives law of 100. And he's just yeah. like, before you even give up on anything, try and do it 100 times. And then by the 100 time, then decide, yeah. like, okay, am I going to give up or not? And since I'm dropping this episode once every week, like a hundred times is that's over two years. I, I don't see myself doing this for two years, consistently right. posting for two years, and then now say, Oh, I suddenly want to give up. There's a lot to be learned, there's a lot to know about, right. there's a lot of knowledge I'll soak up, there's a lot of relationships I'll build. Right after this, I have another mm -hmm. episode right after this, and just being able to just dedicate my Sundays to content creation and just being able to just throw it out. I really want to put out something this this month, and you know. Man, you know, this, the sky's the limit, and I just want to see how far this takes me because this will really build my confidence around every other thing I'm trying to do because if, if I can make it work from this, then right. trust me, I can make anything work because I, I have a lot of work for myself right. to do ahead of me, a lot of different things, and man, I'll let you go. And this was a great podcast. Right. This was a very great episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for the nuggets that you, you've been able to throw out for us. And... You know, we'll, we'll kill it on the part two. We'll go more into your business. We'll go into some of the things that you touched and some things that I've written down. And yeah, let's just keep killing it, man. Go out there. I know you're going to kill it with this investor, of course. Just be yourself, like you said. Build that network. And man, Amen. let's make a lot of money, man. Awesome, awesome. Sounds good, bro. Sounds good. Hey, good luck. Good luck with everything. For sure, bro. For sure. All right, man. You take it easy and have a blessed day right. today. Good All too. right, man. You too.